You think she's ever virgin? God bless you. <laughs> World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass oh, the salt. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it. <laughs> the views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. You know, I'm gonna wake up one of these days and I'm gonna be 70 years old. I just look down. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's 25 days after March. This is March 25th. We're just a week away from April. Time is flying like I just I can't I can't even believe it. Maybe you know as I told you before, the older you get, the faster time flies, and it's a it's a mathematical equation because when you're a young child, and you think about summer when you were a little kid and you went to school and you. Got summer break. It seemed like forever. Summer break was forever. It was three months. It was June, July, and August. Well, if you were six years old, it was June, July, and August was one eighteenth of your life. So it was long. But the older you get, the shorter those time connections really, really are. Man, is it ever is it ever flying by? Uh, been really focused the last few days. I'm a little bit at ease here this morning. Kind of make it a Flea Flicker Friday, if we can, although God, Lord knows there is so much. How about Donald Trump suing those guys? I want to get into that here in a second. I think it's genius, by the way. Imagine the discovery. You guys did see that, right? Donald Trump sued Hillary and oh, yeah. uh, the DNC. And you imagine the discovery he's going to be able to get into, folks? There's nothing hidden that will not be revealed. And I happen to be one of those guys. Sorry who still thinks we're going to win and not in the end i think we i think we are going to see <clears throat> public i don't know if we'll ever go back to hangings i think we're going to see public executions or at least be aware of public executions i think that when people come to the realization that many of their loved ones are going to die because they've been told told a lie about jabs we are going to see rage like we've never seen friends they're going to demand that people be held accountable. And uh, at some point, we're going to wake up and understand that uh, our government's wicked. It's wicked. In fact, I, let's, let's start off with this. Pull this up there real quick there for me, Jonathan. Pull up a picture of the crime family. This came across my feed. I thought, boy, is this ever true. Look at, look at this, guys. Look at this. Buddy, buddy, buddies, 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 buddies. You know what it says at the top there? For those of you who are uh, listening and not watching, it's a picture of George and Barbara Bush, Bill and Hillary, Obama and Mike, and Grandpa CIA George H.W. Picture of them all. It's a crime family for your friends right there. They just try to they, they just try to convince us that they were that uh, they were actually political enemies. It it just isn't true. It's just not true. And uh, this is what we're up against. These, these are the kings of the earth that are conspiring against the Lord, against his anointed. Now, George W., he would say he was born again. Uh, George, Grampy George, he would never say anything about, uh, uh, he said he never had a road to Damascus experience. Can somebody explain to me how you become a Christian if you've never had a conversion point in your life? Could you ever be a Christian? Are you born a Christian? Grandpa Bush made this statement in an interview with, uh, I think it was 60 Minutes back when he was running for president. They asked him about his faith, and he says, if you're, uh, if you're asking me as to whether or not I ever had a road to Damascus experience, no, I, I haven't. So he, he wasn't born again. You think his son was? He told us he was. How do you lie and kill and steal, <clears throat> kill millions of people? Well, I'm, I don't. I, <laughs> uh, anyway, there it is. Ten wars. These people, six million deaths, zero sanctions against the Russian government. 
Wow. Well, okay, get that off there. Actually, I'm in a pretty good mood. Pretty good mood here today. I want to talk about that crime family. Get Myra, pray us in here real quickly, Myra. Yes. We're going to kind of open it up and go after after today. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, Jude 3 King James Bible. Beloved, when I gave you all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needed. Common salvation? A common salvation? Okay, go ahead. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was delivered unto the saints. Mm. Holy Spirit, you are welcome at Coach Dave's huddle. Romans one twenty seven King James Bible. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn on their just one toward another men with men working which was unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which was met. Colossians 2.08 Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and after Christ. And <clears throat> Matthew 13 through 14, King James Version. And if, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when ye depart out of the house or the city, shake off the dust of your feet. John 16 and 7, King James Bible, and the angels which kept not their first state, but left their own habitation he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange fresh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. I release the joy, the peace, and love unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. There are about seven different shows right there in what she just read. I could, I could do maybe eight different shows in what she just read. Folks, listen, homosexuality. Again, we were talking about Romans 1 yesterday. Receiving in themselves the due punishment for that which was meet. When someone falls into the homosexual lifestyle, the punishment is receiving that lie. That is the punishment. Receiving in themselves. I've never been around a homosexual ever who was not extremely self-centered. Everything was about them, about... uh, their desire to identify who they were by what they did with their sex organs. That, folks, don't miss it. That is the judgment. So when, you, when you, we look around and we see the gay movement and all that kind of stuff, and it's ever-increasing and ever-bold, ever that is the judgment. They received in themselves the due punishment for that which was meat. Meat meaning uh, just, necessary. That's what you get. When you start doing that stuff. And no, Sodom and Gomorrah wasn't about whether or not they were being hospitable to people. That would be sermon one that I could do, but I'm, I'm not going to do that today. Play the razor ad real quick. Here. I saw this the other day. I shared it with many of you. I want to give you a little bit of a background on this. This guy got sick and tired. Uh, uh, this guy, Jeremy's razors. This guy got sick and tired of everybody being banned. Banned from this, banned from that. And then one of those uh, razor companies, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, they pulled back advertising from a website. So this guy went out and he made a manly three minute and 54 second commercial. Maybe we can play it at 1.5 speed, Jonathan. Let's see if we can't do that. Cause I don't really want to take that much time, but uh, this is the way we, this is the way we fight back folks. This is the way we fight back. Go ahead and play this. Jeremy's razors. I'm buying one. Remember when there were two genders and only one and a half of them had to shave their mustaches? 
Oh, hi. I'm Jeremy Boring, CEO and God King of The Daily Wire. Harry's Razors used to advertise on our shows. They're a great product, and we were happy to do it. That's before some peon who works for me went and said that boys are boys and girls are girls. And that was just too much for Harry's. They condemned our views. Views held by millions of Americans and virtually every human who's walked the planet until about 15 minutes ago as inexcusable. And they dropped their ads from our network because of what they called values misalignment. You're damn right our values are misaligned. And it's not just Harry's either. Gillette Razors used to be the best a man could get. Then they decided that men are too toxic. Unless you're the kind of man who teaches his daughter to shave her beard. If that makes sense to you, keep buying Gillette. But if you've had enough of the woke bullshit and you're tired of paying companies like Harry's and Gillette to hate you. <laughs> then buy my new razor instead. Behold, Jeremy's razors. Yes, they're real. Yes, they're fabulous. So Jeremy, you say, you're a svelte silver fox with a salt and pepper beard that's the envy of lesser men. You're damn right I am. And I want to be clear that shaving with a Jeremy's razor won't actually make you look more like yes, me. You're gonna be could make you look more like this guy, though. And that's the most homoerotic moment you'll ever get from a Jeremy's Razor commercial. What kind of man shaves with a Jeremy's Razor? I don't know. How about cowboys, firefighters, those guys that shot Osama bin Laden? I mean, no, none of those guys have ever even heard of a Jeremy's Razor, but imagine how much more manly they'd be if they had. Right now, you're probably wondering if this whole thing is a joke. Sure it is. That doesn't mean it isn't real, or that it won't be the best shave of your life. Harry's Razors doesn't want your business. I do. They seem to hate you, and I, well, I can't say that I love you, but I don't mean you any specific harm. Our country's in trouble. Conservatives are being canceled by Hollywood, the media, universities, and now Harry's Razors. Stop giving your money to woke corporations who don't think you deserve their product. Give it to me instead. Head over to IHateHarrys.com and pre-order your Founder Series razor and shaving cream set today. IHateHarrys.com. I'm going to go get me some razors. IHateHarrys.com. In the time we stop cowering from the pussies, sorry, the woke, the woke sissies, isn't the time we stop cowering from them. And can somebody explain to me, whatever happened, it's what I wrote about yesterday, whatever happened to the men that will stand up and push back against this bullcrap? Don't they understand that there are guys like me and guys like you out there who are sick and tired of the feminization, sissification of the culture? When is it? Is this a trend? I pray it's a trend. The people are going to finally stand up, begin to push back and not, oh, well. I'm I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Come on in, Joe Allen. It's kind of a flea flicker. I got all kinds of stuff, but I'm going to flick some things this morning. I'm the coach. That's why, because I'm the coach, Betty. You hey, talked about times are changing. This has probably been flying under radar, radar unless you are prior law enforcement and you've been paying attention. But this is just this week in South Carolina, and I've noticed in other states, to bring him back to firing squad. Oh, yeah? Yes. Pay attention to your state and see if they've uh, brought back this law, death by firing squad. Well, uh, I was saying to my, was my wife, somebody this morning, public, well, maybe it was before we started, public executions. We're going to have to go back to public executions. I don't know if we will. I don't know if we have the stomach for it. But as a deterrent, we're going to have to do it, friends. Kind of where we are. Debbie, come on in. Reggie. So I, I just keep thinking back about how masculinity was, mm-hmm. even in commercials, like the Marlboro Man. And what was that actor's name? He would say, I dare you to knock the battery off my shoulder. Yeah. And yeah. it was yeah. always masculinity. And, and, you know, even in the churches, they are feminizing our men and trying to make them pray like women. I I really adore men that are truly men that that are rough and tough and, and, and at the end of the day or during the day, they can stop and put down everything and put down that hoe and, and their tools and pray yeah. and praise almighty God. It's, it's, this is a sick world. And I do. Well, you know, the terms. I think one of the reasons Reggie, I think uh, that most advertising is directed at women uh, because they, they spend the dollars in the house. That's, that's what I, that's why I think it is. And uh, especially they're reaching out to the uh, feminist Listen, folks, these people go to school, marketing school. So they're being told in marketing school that they have to get the women 
And that's why we watch in political realm. That's why the, they told us the women hated Trump so much is because he was so gruff. But the truth is, a lot of women liked it. They liked gruff, right? But they're convincing us that, we, that women don't like gruff. And that's a lie. That's a lie. And so men are afraid to stand up and be, uh, I, I don't want to get raunchy. You know what I'm saying. You know how to be a man without being, without being vulgar. You can be a man and not be vulgar. And I think, I think the world's screaming for that again. Myra, come on in. And Debbie. Yes, uh, Coach. Uh, we're reading Proverbs twenty-one fifteen. It is the joy to the just to do judgment, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There it is. Hey, so, hey um, Jonathan, get ready. It says, uh, Sid, me, where are the men? Pull that up for me. Go, go ahead, Debbie. Come on in. <clears throat> well, you know, he um, there was he was on the blaze and he gave the whole backstory to this. And he this guy owns the wire, which is the alternative. Yeah. But he said he could not get anyone to pose as him in his video. He had a guy finally backed out because he figured he'd never work again if he did this. And so he had to do it himself. And, you know, he was saying a lot like the owner, I think, of Parlors has been saying that to to beat this, we're going to have to have a parallel society in a sense. We've got yeah. to offer everything that they have. We have to do it like him. You know? <clears throat> so I think that's that's the biggie. And then well, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. And one more. And one more thing to address your 70s coming up is like I had a good friend that said life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. <laughs> that's that's it. That's that's it for sure. For sure. Hey, real quick, I forgot. Mike Blake's tomorrow, nine o'clock. You said, Coach, where is it? Got to email me. I'll I'll connect you to Mike Blake. Mike's not telling everybody where it is. He doesn't want anybody else coming to his house other than us. It's going to start at nine o'clock in the morning. Good day of fellowship. You want to come and be part of it? Uh, Jr.'s having Cyrus's grandpa. Diego's on JR's show tomorrow at 10 o'clock. That'll be a fascinating interview. You guys need to need to mark that down. And then I'm getting ready to read to you an email that I got from Sid yesterday after I read my commentary uh, on, on the air. Uh, well, that may, may not be true. Trent, Sid may read, or Sid a little, little can't talk. Sid may have just read the commentary. He said, I just finished reading your article on News with Views. Where are the Papa Bears? I'm co-founder of a commercial driving technologies in Hudson, Florida. My partner and I started this operation in 2015. Today, we are the premier facility in the world for the training and certification of commercial drivers. Divers, divers, divers. We average 40 or so students. Thank you, divers. We average 40 or so students on site now daily. Commercial diving is a fairly rugged occupation. Definitely not for the faint of heart and personal comfort is not a hallmark of doing this job. It requires not only physical strength, but also a mental toughness to be able to work in a very hostile environment doing work that usually has a high degree of personal risk. I can imagine, right? Imagine getting down 50, 60 feet down under the water. No, thanks. A few years ago, I began to notice that it's usually a mom bringing her son. Sometimes the son is in his 20s. This has now become the norm. Recently, my partner spent over two hours with a mom and her son who came to visit and tour our facility. After they left, I asked him how that went. He said, the son did not say three words the whole time. Phone inquiries are the same. Usually a mom calling for information for her son who usually may not be up yet at 10 in the morning. It's rare for a dad to show up. The men in this country are conspicuously absent. I attribute this primarily to political correctness, which has achieved its goal of silencing men into submission. Men are afraid to speak out, afraid to stand up, afraid to show up, afraid to speak the truth. They are actually afraid to be a man today. Well, our Supreme Court justice doesn't even know what a woman is, so therefore the idea that they're trying to destroy gender is absolutely it's the work of the devil. It's right in front of us, folks. This is my uh, answer to the question you posed in your article, who taught us? 
How did Christianity become so passive in the face of the onslaught of evil? Who taught us to blend in, not make waves, go along to get along, submit to the rule of the unfruitful work of darkness? So Dave, that's me, you're correct in your assessment. <clears throat> a land of the free and the home of the brave is no longer free or brave. I agree with that and with the realization of all of this a few months ago, I made the decision to step aside from business and run for Congress. I'm tired of seeing those who have chosen to seek high positions of leadership in our country. Once there, to only show passiveness that they really do not have any appetite for the discomfort of true leadership. And as a result, we all suffer and our nation's at risk. You ask it. He was in Congress today. If the Prince of Peace would spend all of his time compromising and reaching across the aisle to find common ground with the enemies of the cross. We know that he would not, that would not be the case. He would fight. I can tell you that God wills it. If I'm elected, I'll have no interest in compromising with evil. At this time in history, I view the Democrats as mortal enemies of all that is good. And I will treat them as such. I actually am looking forward to the contending of the issues. Maybe some men will show up to help. And then evil is powerless, and the good are unafraid. Wow, that's great. Hey, can we put that in the chat? Coach? I, I, yes, I, I, think, I think we can. I th- yeah, I think we can. You know, that all that stuff is really, really true, isn't it? It is all really, really true. Now, <clears throat> I'm sorry. When I sleep all night and get up in the morning, I have a raspy voice anyway. I don't talk to anybody until I come down here. So, I, you know, Flynn breaks up. Sorry, I apologize for coughing all the time on me. Um, Madison Cawthorn, I think is his name, is a representative from uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. He did an interview yesterday. I, I was going to play, but it's too long. I'm, I'll try to dig it out and get it to you. He's a freshman congressman, and he explained what goes on in Washington, D.C., <clears throat> and how the first moment you arrive, from that first moment you arrive, they try to compromise you. So they talk openly about sex orgies and, and gone and he said, it's just, it's just, it, he said, these people, it's the best job they'll ever have. They know it's the best job they'll ever have, and they're not going to do anything to compromise a fear of losing that job. So they want to go get elected to Congress, make $175,000 a year, feel like they're important, not have to do anything except have meetings. And so they, they're just all compromised, and nothing is getting done in Washington, D.C. I thought, boom, that's it. It's exactly what it is we're dealing with. Mrs. Bezos, abortion. How about this one? To make you feel good. Made me feel good. Real good. Now, we'll get that next. Mackenzie Scott, Mrs. Jeff Bezos, gave $275 million to Planned Parenthood. Now, I want us to stop thinking about this, man. She says it will be used to help black women get abortions. Uh, what does Jeff Bezos own? Well, he owns Amazon. So every time you buy something from Amazon, you fund Planned Parenthood. Huh? Yeah. With a net worth of over, Jeff Bezos is worth $55 billion. $55 billion. And so she, uh, she's probably a good Christian woman. She and Mr. Bezos. Uh, Planned Parenthood, let's, let's scroll down here a minute. Keep going down there, Jonathan. I'm looking for some numbers. I couldn't believe it. Look at this. Planned Parenthood complete, completed 354,871 abortion procedures in 2020, according to their report. It amounts to 972 abortions per day and 41 abortions per hour. Planned Parenthood, based on the statistics, carries out an abortion every 90 seconds. So America's 862,000 annual abortions represent the leading cause of death in the United States. There it is. Leading cause of death is abortion. Planned Parenthood's abortions alone would represent the third leading cause of death. Third leading cause of death, followed by COVID-19, accidental deaths, respiratory disease, stroke, Alzheimer's disease. Planned Parenthood also reported the taxpayers' dollars $618 million taxpayer money. And Planned Parenthood made $1.6 billion off of that. In other words, federal funds accounted for nearly 40% 
of Planned Parenthood's income. Can, can we have those stats chat, uh, coach, in the chat? Put that in, put that in the chat. Thank you. Folks, that, is, that is staggering, isn't it? Isn't that staggering? And we, we call ourselves a Christian nation. And we, and our churches do absolutely nothing to stop it. Nothing to stop it. I'm going to make a connection here. I'm going to get you all in here, okay? I'm not going to go in depth about this, okay? Go to uh, number one. Which, which one is it? Number two. I got I got to tie, make a connection, and I'm going to try to shut up, and I'm just going to let the free for all begin. Pope Francis. <clears throat> Pardon me. Catch my breath here. Pope Francis consecrates Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now, I don't even know what that means. I don't even... How do you consecrate something to the Immaculate Heart of Mary? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But is Pope Francis consecrating uh, abortion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary? I'm I'm convinced that Pope Francis is pro-choice. He is for abortion. Sorry, Catholics. He's for abortion. This dude is, right? Do you see the how do we have how many how many millions and millions and millions? What if the what if uh, uh, Pope Francis sent out an immaculate heart to consecrate every why what if Pope Francis told every Catholic in America, as long as abortion is legal, you are in eternal jeopardy. And the only way that we're going to salvage our souls is to eliminate abortion. Why doesn't Pope Francis do that? Could it be maybe they're not anti-abortion? Could that be? You mean to tell me that Catholics, which are about 28%, if I remember right, 28% of Christians 28%, 28%, 28%, 28%, that'd be a pretty big voting block, wouldn't it? Well, 50% of them are voting for Democrats. Wouldn't, shouldn't Pope Francis, the fake Pope, shouldn't a fake Pope get in front of people and tell them that they cannot, if they, if they vote for pro-abortion candidates, their immortal souls in danger? Shouldn't the Pope, shouldn't the Pope be doing that? Why isn't he doing that? Instead, we're consecrating the heart of Mary. So we got, we got to tell Mary, hey, Mary, Mary, don't worry about abortion. Take care of these people over there in Ukraine. Will you take care of those people? In I'm sorry to be sacrilegious. Just telling you the truth. We live in a bizarre world. We live in a bizarre religious world. We live in a bizarre so-called Christian world. We're more and more convinced that the Bible says broad is the way and narrow is the gate. Many come and few find it. I think it's right in front of us. I think all, not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, is one of my sheep. He didn't say that. He sort of said that. He said, not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom. There are a lot of false, there are a lot of false Christians out there. Pope Francis, guy's a communist, socialist. Huh? Consecrate, what? Consecrating the heart of Mary? We're murdering babies, dude. He's going to lead the consecration of Russia and Ukraine. You ought to read that thing he's going to read. Come on in, Craig. Well, another thing about Jeff Bezos is he owns the uh, Washington Post. And one of the oh, things yeah. that have to be done is we'll have to, uh, you know, help these gentlemen will get into Congress. And people start saying the media conglomerate, because we brought it out to six corporations that own everything, they need these people that own money do not need to be owning the media. And the corporations don't need to be in the media because people will only get the information if we do have a true and free press. Craig, I just was thinking as you were talking about that. I don't know if you know this, folks. A billion minutes ago, you listening? Do the math. A billion minutes ago, Christ was on earth. You said, what? Yeah. A billion minutes ago, Jesus Christ was walking the earth. Jeff Bezos it's $55 billion. Dr. Paul. You know, I was uh, had a nice long talk with Pam Popper yesterday. Um, 
and she's going to have her on the show. By going to have her on the show. By the way, go ahead. Well, thank God for that. She's she's uh, doing incredible work. I mean, you know, part of the problem about being a Catholic is we're taught from foul poverty. Yeah. And if, if I had the money that she had, and she is, by the way, a good Christian, I would be able to do more. She's doing God's work. She is a hell of a business person. And that, that's a paradigm I had to get over as a Catholic. Uh, I was always afraid of money because I, the root of all evil, but Catholics really drive that home. I talked at length that the number one cause of murder or death is abortion. And that'll always be my stance. God's not happy about we We took the gift he gave us, life, and we allowed it to be snuffed out. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. He... <clears throat> There's a spirit of death, folks. Could there be a spirit of death hovering over America? Could there be? <clears throat> I think there is. Michelle. Thanks, Coach. Um, when you were talking about um, the abortion clinics and connecting that with the Catholics um, and how <clears throat> there were, when we, me and mom went out this past Saturday and there was a group out there who were Catholic and they would, they, they come, they just sit and pray, which I think is wonderful. We know that keeps people away or from going in just their presence. <clears throat> but um, I would be vocal at times, especially to the, the man who worked there. And um, they would, they were very unhappy with me with that. One of them approached me and said, oh, no, you can't talk to them or yell at them. Just show them the love of Jesus. Yep. Don't say yep. anything. They don't want you contending for the faith out there. Your presence They don't want okay. you to show them the wrath of God, do they? They want the love of God, but not the wrath of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. That's right. I wonder how many people, <clears throat> not taking a poll here, I wonder how many people in this queue here have never been to abortion clinics. That is a must-do experience for everybody. Jerry, come on in. Morning, Coach. Morning, everybody. I'm going to declare this as a man. I've had dreams about many things. One of them was about the Pope. He is the gatherer of souls for Satan himself. Mm. I'm with you, dude. I was raised Catholic. I love Catholics. Doesn't have anything to do with that. Doesn't have anything to do with it. I love Catholics. But this guy is this guy here is <clears throat> I ran into Catholics and I asked them about uh, well, how do you how do you square that with the Pope? You know what they tell me? They say, oh well, he's not really Catholic. I think what the, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What do you mean he's not really Catholic? He's the vicar of Christ, for heaven's sakes. What do you mean? Well, it's because, again, we've had moral relativism sweep in. Ah, oh, he's not really. He's not really the Pope. He's just wearing that cap. That's all. We're crazy, I'm telling you. We're crazy. Reggie. Well, I can tell you that he has no problem with uh, the slaughtering of children because I've spoken personally to two children who were abused by him and watched them ritually, All the, a lot of the Popes uh, ritually um slaughter these children in rituals. I mean, so, oh, hang, but hang Catholic services is, is it's, uh, hang, they Reggie, wash hang money. Hang on a second. Folks, homosexuality is rampant in the priesthood. We know that, oh, don't yeah. we? Come on. Tell me you're a big boy and big girl and you, uh, that you, that you understand it. it well, it's part rampant. of the religion. It's part of the hidden religion. Uh, Roman Catholicism is just the Caesars and they're, they're, they're disguising their Luciferian worship uh, under Christianity. So that's what that is. But going back to um, the abortion clinics with uh, Bezos, so you, it's a big system, right? And one of Bezos' friends is Bill Gates. Bill Gates's father uh, was dear friends with Margaret Sanger, who was, you know, right. yeah, and he worked for her. So, I mean, it's just a generational thing. This is the new club, you know, this is the new, the new faces on, 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 in the Luciferian system. So people don't know that Bill Gates's father worked with Margaret Sanger to build Planned Parenthood. And she's very openly a eugenist and uh, she's into genocide. So thanks the scriptures teaches, folks, the scriptures teaches this. Are you sitting down? 
You want to identify God's people? All those who hate me love death. That's what the scripture says. All those who hate me love death. Pope's a death hit lover. He's a death lover. Bezos is a death lover. Bill Gates. Bill Gates tries to tell you that he wants to save lives. He loves death. He loves it. Klaus Schwab loves death. Loves death. Joe Biden loves death. As long as it's not him. Hillary Clinton loves death. As long as it's not her. Bill Clinton, he loves death. Obama loves death. As long as it's not him. His boyfriend, Michelle, loves death. They love death. Folks, when are we going to wake up and understand this? Understand that they are of their father, the devil, and the works of their father, they will do. I have to tell you this, in all honesty, I don't know if I've ever seen Pope Francis do anything I would consider Christian. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I ever have. Maybe somebody out there wants to defend. I'm not attacking Catholicism. I, I was raised Catholic. My entire family was raised Catholic. I love Catholics. Folks, if you can't see, there's no difference to me. I watched Joe Biden, and I said, that guy's not my president. And if I was a Catholic, I would look at Pope Pope would say, that guy's not my Pope. Well, how can you separate the two? How can you separate your Pope from your from your faith? He's the vicar. He's the head of it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, sorry for sounding like I'm Catholic bashing. Come on in, Debbie. Couple of things. Hello, One, if you wanted to see the manifestation of exactly that, look at Nancy Pelosi when Biden was talking about the death of soldiers in that fire pit. She could yeah. hardly contain herself. She stood up. She rolled her teeth in her mouth. She rubbed her knuckles together at the thought of death of these soldiers. That's right. So, That's and right. then second thing is maybe Reggie could explain it, but this consecration of Russia has to do with the vision at Fatima. So yes. uh, I don't yeah, know exactly how that works, but it's very connected to that's why he's doing it now. Coach well, I should have L.A. Marzulli on, have L.A. Marzulli on and talk to us about Fatima, what really took, what he thinks took place at Fatima. But go ahead. Pat, did you want to say something? Or were you, were you making, no? Oh, maybe it's talking about what I like to do. Maybe it's one of those guys. Reggie, do you want to take a stab at that? Myra, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Let, well, let, Myra get, let, let Myra get her say in there. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, in regards to abortion, like uh, Dr. Gosselin says, play your role, and Reggie, you are so knowledgeable, sister. I love you. We read in Proverbs 836. Um, actually, I'm sorry, Exodus 21, 22. If men strive and hurt a woman with child so that her fruit depart from her and ye not mischief follow, he shall be surely be punished. Thank you. Amen. Um, hey, folks, <clears throat> we were told this. Hang on, Reg, I'll get you in here. <clears throat> There's one mediator. When Jesus Christ went to the cross and died on the cross, the Bible says the veil was rent. In other words, the thing that separated us from God, that veil, that wall that we had to go through the saints or whatever to try to get to, that veil was torn. In other words, where you couldn't see, now it was open. You could pull them back. There's one mediator, one go-between, one lawyer, between man and God, and that is Christ Jesus. Amen. So, Amen. Folks, Amen. listen to me. Uh, Mary has no more power than my mom. I'm sorry if that sounds sacrilegious to you. Mary has no more power than my mom. Now, we would, honor Mary. we would honor Mary because she was the mother of Jesus. Praise God, she must have been a powerful, powerful woman. And Mary is not the queen of heaven. She's not the queen of whatever that would even mean. Do you know Notre Dame, the University of Notre Dame? Do you know what Notre Dame means? Does anybody know that this great Catholic university, the name Notre Dame means Our Lady? There's one mediator. It ain't Mary. You can pray to Mary all you want. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst the women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. What good is that doing? Somebody tell me what good is that doing? I ought to pray my mom. My mom's up there. I'm not trying to be sacrilegious. I'm asking some questions here. What's that all about? Something crazy going on. The Bible very clearly tells us that there's no mediator, that you have direct connection, relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords through his Holy Spirit. Right now, I can access the throne room of God. I don't have to go through Mary. And I don't have to go through through, uh, St. Joe or St. Mark or St. Matt or St. Dave. Folks, you can do that if you want to. It is finished. What is that old system? It's done. Done. That idea that you got to go through somebody else to get to God, that thing's done. One mediator, Jesus Christ, same yesterday, today, and forever. I can right now bow my head and say, Holy Spirit, Father God, and I am in communication. I don't have to say, hey, Mary, talk to your dad for me, will you? Hey, can you get your dad's attention? I probably made every Catholic in the world mad. I don't listen. I'm just telling you, man. You want to get set free? Quit praying to Mary. Quit praying. Quit. Anybody think I'm crazy? Quit you praying to Mary. Titles. Huh? What is Mary going to do for me? Go ask your son to do something? Are you kidding me? You, you really think that? You do that, you don't understand the spiritual realm. Huh? Oh, boy. Okay, Reggie, I, I walked on you twice there. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, not at all. So um, going back to Fatima, like I I, don't, I won't go into my life, but I studied the Fatima. Don't go too deep Fat- into Fatima. Yeah, yeah, I won't go too deep. But Fatima, uh, Catholics worldwide have been waiting because there is a third secret uh, to be revealed. And th- at 1917, when she appeared, to the three children in Fatima. Mary, Mary did, right? Mary appeared? Yeah, Mary did, Mary plus did. an angel. A lot of people don't know the history behind Fatima, but there was a great, um, October 13th, there was a great illusion in the sky involving the sun. So a lot of, this is this was actually perpetrated by the Vatican. So people believe this big facade because you had two opposing, you had two opposing things they play both sides. So they're building this up and they have been withholding this secret and they have been with purposefully withholding because they made the whole thing up themselves and did something did happen, but it was demonic. So I studied this. I was a believer in Fatima. I was, I was a believer, but I studied it and something just didn't sit right. So people worldwide have been praying to Mary to bring about the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart. There is a great deception coming with this. So now it's time. And everybody worldwide is like, God, Mary has heard our prayer. She intercedes. Wait, the people are going to be deceived worldwide. This is a huge deception. If you've They've never heard of Fatima, study it. L.A. is all over that one. L.A. is all over that one. Come on in, uh, Silver. Coach, one of the things in Catholicism concerning Mary uh, was not only her life, her immaculate conception, her giving birth and raising Jesus, we also have the Assumption, which is nowhere in Scripture the raising of Mary's body to heaven. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. The Feast of the Assumption. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if she died or they took her alive, whatever. I have no idea. I hope she's there. I hope she's there. Well, I'm sure she's there, you know. Uh, but that thing did not fit with me because I couldn't find it in Scripture. I said, that's wrong. And, uh, and that was one of the things that kind of tore me away from the church. I love Mary. I thought you were gonna you were gonna be a priest, right, Joe? Yes, exactly. And that's when I discovered and and came to. Uh, I didn't understand what that meant. Okay, and then when it was explained to me, I said, "Well, that's nowhere in Scripture." You know, I became an enemy of the church at that point. Yeah, and, and so I've I've obviously left, but. Uh, my, I wasn't just raised Catholic. 
I always, <laughs> I felt the Holy Spirit at Mass when I served Mass at six in the morning. Every day, Monday through Friday. I didn't feel it on Saturday. I didn't feel it on Sunday. You know, it was I couldn't wait to get back to Mass because that feeling was amazing. It was like he was talking to me, you know, it was just I didn't understand what that was at that time, but I knew it was real. So, you know, the assumption <laughs> of Mary is obviously totally 100% a lie. And I hope <laughs> Christian or Catholics wake up to this fact. And if you've been lied about this, there's a lot more coming and a lot of more <clears throat> you already believe. Jonathan, I just sent you I just sent you something from Carm. Maybe you can pull that up there. Go ahead, Roger. I will say, Dave, uh, I do like the adoration, and it seems to be referenced in the Catholic Church. Their doctrine is a mess, but I do like the adoration and the reference that takes place. Oh, the reverence. I, I, I love Catholic people. Isn't it about that? I feel, I feel like I'm having the same discussion about Jews. I'm, I'm talking about a system as opposed to belief in a, in a living God. That's, that's, that's all I'm talking about. I don't hate Jews. Yeah, I hate that Jewish you know, system. Dave, Sorry. You know, you yeah, go ahead. Go into, your, go into your evangelical church, and the bass player's got his hat on backwards, got a pair of jeans cut off. It, 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 you know, it's dark. Yep. You feel like a rock concert. Yep. The Catholic Church somehow has made maintained, <laughs> even with bad doctrine, a reference and an adoration of who God is. Well, the Spirit of the Lord is His liberty, right? Hey, folks, there is no religion. There is no liberty in religion. We'll say that again because you missed it. There's no liberty in religion. There's no liberty in being a Baptist, and there's no liberty in being a Methodist, and there's no liberty in being a Catholic, and there's no liberty in being a Jew. It's all about control. Somebody can say Amen, although you don't have to. Amen. I'm not doing it for your approval. Boom. He who the he who the sun sets free is free indeed. You are free, right? You don't need to pray to Joseph. You don't need to pray to Mary. You don't need to. Yeah. So I, I trust Matt Slick at Carm. By the way, he's out at Carm, Matt, Matt Slick. I've been in his offices in Boise, Idaho. The Immaculate Heart of Mary is a Catholic veneration of the virtues, holiness, perfections of Mary, by which the Catholics expect to draw closer to Jesus. It signifies the great purity and love of the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary for God. That was Pope Pius. The 12th. That's, and he said, Most holy Virgin Mary, tender mother of men, to fulfill the desires of the sacred heart of Jesus and the request of the vicar of your son on earth, we consecrate ourselves and our families to your sorrowful. See, there, you're, you're committing yourself to her, your sorrowful and immaculate heart, O Queen of the Most High Rosary. And we recommend to you all the people of our country and all the world. And we'll tell you this. I don't know, be careful. I know very few Catholics that know anything about the Bible. So Matt Slick says devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is idolatry. He says, as I researched this topic, I was astounded and deeply saddened by the idolatry. Catholics who trust their church to lead them into the truth have been deceived. Honestly, my heart breaks for them. They need to look and trust in Jesus, not in Mary. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He didn't say, go to my mom. He didn't say, go to my mom and have her get a hold of me. Huh? But the Vatican teaches no man goes to Christ but by his mother. That was the encyclical from Pope Leo XIII. And then after speaking of the church, her origin, mission, destiny, we can find no better way to conclude than by looking to Mary. That's a catechism of the church. Yeah, the idolatry is evident. They give to Mary that which belongs to God. Without directly doing it, they replace, replace Jesus with Mary. I don't, look, I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Put this in the chat so they can argue all they want to on it. It just happens. Yes. One of the things that we're taught is um, in the end times that our sacrifice will cease and that we will only have the scapular and the rosary of Mary to save us. According to uh, uh, catechism, Mary is the all holy one, second to Eve. She's prayed to, sits at the right hand of Christ, is advocate, helper, benefactress, and mediatrix. 
the mother of the members of Christ, queen over all things. This is Catholic. This is Catholic doctrine. And Mary brings eternal life by her intercession. Help make atonement for sins. No, she didn't. Crush the head of the serpent. Well, maybe she did that. Her son did. Delivers souls from death. When cons- these are, this is Catholic catechism. When considering the church, there's no better way than to look to Mary. Catholics entrust themselves to Mary's prayer. And man, no man goes to Christ but by his mother. That's from the... Uh, She's the mediatrix. The mediatrix, mediatrix. of all grace. She's, she is the mediator, even though the word says there is no mediator between God and man except for Christ Jesus. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, all right? And now you can say, just like they'll say I'm a Jew hater because I point out things that aren't true. Now they'll say I'm a Catholic hater because I point out things that aren't true. I was a Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I was confirmed. I took the first commandment. I did the thought. I went to, I went, I did it. I did it all. I love Catholics. I love Catholics. Say it again. I love Catholics. But they're wrong. They're wrong. This is, folks, this is what the Protestant revolution was all about. This is what it was all about. Pope John Paul consecrated the world to Mary's Immaculate Heart in 1984. What does that even mean? Immaculate Heart of Mary is a projection of shorts. Trusting ourselves to Mary's Immaculate Heart would do just that, protect us from the evils of the world, and opens us up to God's profound mercy for us. Where's the Holy Spirit? Is Mary the Holy Spirit? I'm sorry. Boy, boy the hands are in the air. Uh, who do I go to, Lord? They all want to get in here. Go ahead, Kevin. I've heard from everybody else yet. Go ahead, Kevin. I tell you what I find crazy, Coach, is man's propensity and inclination to always deify non-deities, okay? I go give me a big piece of wood, I carve it out into a god, I make it a deity. I get a big piece of stone, I chisel it out, I turn it into a god, I make it a deity. We take a normal woman that God chose for a specific purpose, all right, Normal woman, normal human being, we turn her into a deity. Okay, now, coach, what happened when Moses died? Okay, God told the angel, hide his body. If you don't, they're going to dig him up and they're going to worship him. We turn him into a deity, isn't it? But we reject the true deity of Jesus Christ. The one true deity, we put him on the back shelf. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is amazing. In fact, folks, listen, I'm I'm not... uh... If you pray the rosary, you pray ten uh, you uh, pray ten Hail Marys and an Our Father and a Glory Be. You never mention the name of Jesus. I don't think so. Is the name of Jesus ever mentioned in the rosary? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it is. Janine. Well, in the Word of God, there's um, no place where Jesus says to follow Mary, but there is a place where Mary says to the people, whatever my son says, go and do, follow him. Yes. I mean, just so pure. Amen. Pastor Payne. Uh, This is a uh, topic that actually is kind of near and dear to me because... You're a former former Catholic, aren't you, Tom? I call it a Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of what it was. I was going to be a priest until I uh, discovered girls. And uh, <laughs> and that is a sort of truth, but uh, you ask if uh, Jesus was mentioned in the Mary. Here it is. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. But here's what they've done. They placed Mary above women, that she's supposed mm. to be the, the virgin, that she's never had kids. She was holy above all that. But anyhow, it goes on. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. So they did mention. Yeah. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, this is literally the prayer that caused me to turn away from Catholicism. Because I sat there listening to the different teachings and things going on in Catholicism. And ever since I was a little boy, there's only one name, one word that has always resonated with me, and that was Jesus. That's the name that's above every name, isn't it? And Yeah, and then I learned that. I learned that in um, a Catholic catechism, the different things I was learning about Christ and the crucifixion. One 
thing that, you know, I always tell people that, you know, the difference between the bottom line is the Protestant and the uh, Catholic and the cross and the crucifixion. I explain this a lot of times at fellowship is Jesus is still on the cross because they don't go to church. They go to mass and mass means in Latin means death. So when you go to mass, it means death. Notice the Christ mass, Christmas, Christ's mm-hmm. death. Why do they say that? Because in the communion, they believe that in the communion, the, the, the bread and the wine literally become the body and the blood of Christ. You're celebrating. Pardon? Yeah. And they're celebrating the death of Christ every Again. time. When you say the Protestant, the Protestant says Jesus is no longer on the cross. We are in remembrance of the crucifixion, but we celebrate in the power of his resurrection. And that is the one of the biggest differences. And that's there's folks in there that are Catholic. This is coming from, you know, to where I don't I don't make fun because, you know, you can be sincere, but you can be sincerely wrong. Yeah. And then growing up, and then the teachings of the Catholic, I would say the fellowship, the church, that was a thing that I kept looking at. Why do I have to go to St. Aloysius to sell the house, or whoever that is? Don't they always got somebody <laughs> to help you do something, right? Put on your, yeah. you know, your dashboard or whatever. But the bottom line was, and, and I guess I, I learned it from my dad, I want to know who's in charge. Who's the manager? Who's the owner? I want to talk to them. And if you're dealing with your eternal salvation, if there is a heaven and hell, don't send me to an angel. Don't send me to someone over there. Who Especially the when you can go directly to the boss. I want to. And Jesus made a way. He is the way to the Father. No man comes to the Father except through him. And Amen. so there's only, as you just said, there's only one mediator between God and man. Lord Christ Jesus and Mary herself said, my Savior and my Redeemer. So she knew. And, you know, she knew she needed one. Yeah. And so that. So that when I was in the Catholic. Church. Go ahead. When I was in the Catholic Church, I, was, I loved God. I just didn't know him. I just right. didn't you know knew him. about him. You knew about him. And I knew the, about and the him. Christian, uh, Roger Weaver and me have that uh, in common that the cross holds a very, you know, um, special place because we forget about, I shared this a few weeks back, uh, John 3.16, and then I put a picture, just a picture of uh, from the, the Passion of the Christ where uh, Jesus was on the cross. And I said, you know what, sometimes we, we got to remember a picture is worth a thousand words maybe. But that that brings to life how much so that little word so god so that's what he paid let me let me, let me let me tom let me cut to the chase because we're about we're about out of time go for it can anybody tell me does anybody out there believe that the pope who is the head of the catholic church which is millions and millions of people do you, does anybody out there think that the pope couldn't end abortion is there anybody out there that thinks thinks that that the Pope couldn't get on his high horse and rally the Catholics and say abortion will end in a, in the world? Abortion will end. Does anybody out there think the Pope couldn't do that? Then we need to ask ourselves why doesn't he? Why doesn't he do that, friends? Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he have? Why isn't he every day? doing a, a consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary to end abortion. Why doesn't he do that? Why doesn't he tell all the bishops and all the guys in their local, what do they call those things? Uh, uh, it doesn't even matter. Why, 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 don't he, why doesn't he charge them, the diocese? So you, you're the diocese of Columbus. Okay, diocese of Columbus. We're going to end abortion and diocese of Columbus, Planned Parenthood on uh, High Street uh, there in in Broad Street, on uh, in Whitehall, that's yours. It's your job to close that. Why doesn't he do that, friends? We abortion empowers women. Abortion need- empowers women, and they pray to Mary. 
We need to understand, folks, that not everything that we see is as it is. We have to understand this, that there are very, very, very dark forces who are in pop and uh, they are masquerading as an angel of light. In fact, the word told us that, that they're able to masquerade as an angel of light. It looks like they're doing good. It looks like um, Salvation Army's doing good, but they don't preach the gospel anymore. They're not the Salvation Army anymore. They're the Feed the People Army. Call them what they are. Red Cross, Red Cross isn't, Red Cross, this is the Red Cross. That's the Red Cross, not that Red Cross. It's all deception. The Red Cross is good. No, they're not. They're wicked. This is the only good cross. This one. And Jesus isn't still on the cross. You walk in the Catholic Church, he's still hanging up there. That ought to tell us something. Have a great weekend. I love it.